Hello and welcome to The Secret Chord Podcast. My name is Adam Jacobs. The Secret Chord explores spirituality through the lens of great music. Each episode explores a new artist and unpacks some of the hidden spiritual richness of the music and lyrics. Thanks for joining me. Let's listen. Hi, folks, and welcome to episode 54 of The Secret Chord. Here's a little story to start things off for this week. So back when I was in sixth grade, I was taking a flight to Denver, and the steward on the plane noticed my red MTV shirt and asked me if I wanted to come to the front of the plane to meet some special people. Of course, I said yes. I go up to the front, first class, And lo and behold, it's all of the talking heads and their extended band. And I got to hang out with them for a while and we schmoozed. I got an autographed picture. And from that day forward, it was done. I was a talking heads junkie. And so let's talk about them. Who were they? Well, they were an American rock band formed in 1975 in New York. And they were active till about 1991. The band was composed of David Byrne on lead vocals and guitar, Chris Franz on drums, and his girlfriend, Tina Weymouth on bass, and Jerry Harrison on keyboards and guitar. They were described as one of the most critically acclaimed bands of the 80s, which I think they were. The group helped to pioneer new wave music by integrating elements of punk, art rock, funk, and world music with avant-garde sensibilities, and an anxious, clean-cut image. They met at RISD, the Rhode Island School of Design, and always had an art school kind of intellectual sensibility. In 2002, the Talking Heads were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Four of their albums appear in Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time, and three of their songs, Psycho Killer, Life During Wartime, and Once in a Lifetime, were included among Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. They were also number 64 in VH1's list of the 100 greatest artists of all time. Now, as we mentioned, Talking Heads were one of the most celebrated bands of the 70s and 80s, and by the time of their breakup, they had recorded everything from art funk to simple melodic guitar pop, from post-punk to African music, influenced prominently by the Nigerian musician Fela Kuti, their art-pop innovations have had a long-lasting impact. Along with other groups such as Devo, the Ramones, and Blondie, they helped to define the new wave genre in the United States. Meanwhile, albums like 1980's Remain in Light helped to bring African rock to the Western world. Their 1984 concert film Stop Making Sense was critically acclaimed at the time of its release and is often considered one of the best concert films ever released. So to start things off, let's hear something off of their Fear of Music album from 1979. This is Mind by the Great Talking Heads. Thank you. 
That is such a cool and unusual song. John Perellis, writing in Rolling Stone, was impressed with its unswerving rhythms and Burns' lyrical evocations. He concluded, Fear of music is often deliberately, brilliantly disorienting, like its black corrugated packaging which resembles a manhole cover. The album is foreboding, inescapably urban, and obsessed with texture. Tom Benkowski of New York Magazine said, but what makes the record so successful, perhaps, is a genuinely felt anti-elitism. Talking Heads was clever enough to make the intellectual infectious and even danceable. And that's exactly what this is, an ethnic, groovy, weird, and deep song with these bizarre yet highly compelling lyrics. No one else makes music like this. He sings, Time won't change you. Money won't change you. I haven't got the faintest idea. Everything seems to be up in the air at this time. I need something that will change your mind. Time, money, religion, science. Seemingly nothing will change this person. Part of David seems to be resigned to it, but the high notes in the chorus sound kind of desperate to me. He needs this person to change. But why? He laments, but you're not even listening to me, and it comes directly from my heart to you. What does it even mean to have something come directly from one's heart? It would seem that there are general sentiments that people express to one another that come from somewhere else, but once it comes from the heart, that's something significant. Now, the heart is an organ that pumps blood. Presumably no particular sentiment can be transmitted from it. But have you ever considered the wonder of one human being feeling something in the depths of his or her being, what some might choose to call a soul? 
and the wondrous ability to attach that sentiment to sound waves in the form of speech that another human is actually able to receive and to translate into some semblance of the original soul-level feeling of the speaker? How is any of that even possible? Let's leave that now as some food for thought. But if there was one thing I'd like to change some minds about is the idea that a mind really exists. Not just a brain, but something over and above it that feels, thinks, and hopefully connects with others. And for song number two, this is off that album I mentioned, 1984's Stop Making Sense. This is Slippery People, once again, by the great Talking Heads.
Well, I have loved that song since I heard it originally back in 84. A bona fide classic, opined Neil Jeffries in a five-star review of the reissue for Empire. A perfectly measured snapshot of a widely loved and respected band playing at the height of their powers. No other band could do this. No other music movie soundtrack is this good. If you haven't, you should really watch this high-energy performance on YouTube. This is the expanded version of the band, including the amazing Bernie Worrell of Funkadelic on keyboards. They sing, God help us, help us lose our minds. These slippery people help us understand. Again, these are wild lyrics. How are these the lyrics that go with this tune? So David is asking God to help him lose his mind? Maybe he means the left brain analytical part of the mind that works for things like calculations, tax preparation, and the like, but can be a hindrance to a full and complete understanding of reality. A reality that suggests slippery people help him understand. Who are these slippery people? I'm really not sure, but I'm going with the idea of the prophet, somebody who excels in right brain activity. Why do I think so? David sings, What's the matter with him? He's all right. How do you know? The Lord won't mind. Don't play no games. He's all right. Love from the bottom to the top. Turn like a wheel. He's all right. See for yourself. The Lord won't mind. We're going to move right now. Turn like a wheel inside a wheel. Well, that's a reference to Ezekiel one sixteen in which the prophet is describing his vision of these angelic beings called ophanim, or wheels, who were described as having two sets of wheels at right angles that allowed them to move instantly in any direction, like lightning. So this is a feature of the spiritual world. Inasmuch as there is no time or space, to move somewhere happens by virtue of thinking about it. Where your mind is, there you are. And though we obviously inhabit a physical world, The same is true with us to a degree. The things that we think about, for better or worse, is where our souls are. Here's a little test. In your down moments, try to notice where your thoughts drift. Are you thinking more like, how can I solve world hunger? Or more like, you know, what's new on Netflix? Well, that's a little more food for thought. And now, our feature presentation for today. Once again, off of the Fear of Music album, this is Heaven by the great Talking Heads. Oh, oh, oh. 
Beautiful. Trifecta, three great songs today. Journalist Ian Gittins wrote that this song is something psychologists would certainly have a field day with. Dave Bell, writing for the UK magazine Ceasefire, argued that the song epitomizes pop as Samuel Beckett might write it. Tedious, beautiful, and desperate. And beautiful it is. So I think that David got some things right and some things wrong when it comes to the classical theistic conception of heaven. Yes, on the one hand, it is a place of being as opposed to becoming. This is the world of action, of striving, and of change. The next world is a place of rest and arrival. This world is for preparation and building, while the next is the experience of the pleasure of partaking of what you painstakingly constructed. So while it's true that less happens there, though even that's not quite true, as there will always be some additional growth and development of our levels of awareness, it will in fact be the happiest, most satisfying, and most enjoyable experience that any of us have ever had by quantum leaps. So yeah, it's hard to imagine that nothing at all could be so exciting, could be so much fun. But it's not that hard, and I'm not sure it would be so bad to not have any of the warfare, the disease, death, and suffering, and so on. So the nothing we're talking about here isn't really nothing. It's really everything, minus all the bad stuff. And those are my brief thoughts on the great band, Talking Heads, their music, and their spiritual lyrics. 
been a pleasure speaking with you as always, and I look forward to being back next time with more music and more ideas. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast on any of the major podcasting platforms and feel free to leave a comment or a review. To support us, please visit our Patreon account. And if you would like to communicate with me directly with questions or comments, please feel free to email me at ajacobs at That's ajacobs at aish.com. 